Welcome to Geek Exploration, the podcast creator corner. I'm John Williams. And I'm Ben Robinson. And today we've got an amazing guest. You've heard him before. He was here talking about how much he loved the Disney Plus Moon Knight series. We're joined by Alex Osborne. Hello. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Way to throw him off right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I Listen, I've, I've moved on. I've went through the stages. It exists. You're not going to rile me up. No, I just. Well, then I, why I, are you I, curling into a ball right now? <laughs> Those are tears of indifference. I just start. Twi- I just start twitching. Uh, I keep every, people are like will randomly ask me, "You think there's a season two? And I'm like, "God, I hope not." Yeah, right. <laughs> for my oh, insanity. I, I've heard there is. <laughs> yeah, well, you hear all sorts of things on the internet, so let's just let's just let's just pretend like it's never going to happen. Well, unfortunately, with Disney Marvel, well, maybe with uh, with Papa Iger back, we, uh, we we don't have to listen to it. But over these last couple of years, every little thing they announce, they shove out, like whether it's garbage or not. Yeah. We shall see. This is the way. And, you know, a little, follow, a little follow-up since our Moon Knight episode. Um, I think I, yeah, I put it in the Discord anyway, but, which everyone should be a part of. Um, I read that ultimate or the the moon knight collection with uh greg smallwood on art and why am i spacing out on the writer jeff lamar uh, was that who it was uh well smallwood oh, lamar oh, yes. oh yeah. yes yes sorry I, I i thought you said niffelmeyer i i have no idea why i heard that and i was like what is niffelmeyer I, I don't think so you know um yes yeah Do you like um it? and it was so good and i love greg smallwood's art that's that's what actually like you know, put the, the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd always been interested in, in that run. It looked cool. But mm-hmm. after reading the human target with uh Greg Smallwood's art, I was like, I want more of this. And it hooked me from the beginning and it was great. I highly recommend that, uh, that run. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's up there. There's a lot of, they like, there's a lot of not great moon Knight stuff. That's true. That's the tough thing. Pretty yeah. much every comic book character ever. Yeah. It, but with when you were you know pre-show, not to do a rehash of Moon Knight, but like there was <laughs> when you're an obscure character that like a C-lister that no one cares yeah. about, there's a lot of trash, a lot of trash, because it just keeps going. Because like especially in the '90s, nobody cared. Oh, yeah, 60, yeah. So it's like try to try to make them cool, you know? Try yeah, anything. Sixty issues. Uh, the Mark Spector Moon Knight series is sixty issues, and like the last twenty are just awful, awful. That's when Stephen Platt jumped in on art. Ah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Alan, yeah, I, but the, the listeners know Alex from that episode and, and possibly from What's Your Spaghetti Policy podcast. Uh, that is uh, his jam. Hopefully we've got some crossover. One of these days, you will be able to nail down my co-host. He is quite the enigma and <laughs> uh, <laughs> to say the least. And uh, I don't know how he would function. On a, on a podcast like this where he's not, I mean, he would have free reign, but he's very just like, he would, he would clam up. I know he would. Yeah. Cause your, your podcast is structured, right? Like you, no. you guys actually, no, no, no. Well, I mean, well, oh. I, you know, I think you guys are more structured than we are. Yeah. I because, thought you at least had like topics you because were hitting. It sounds like when you go into it, you guys have an idea of what the other person's going to talk about. I try to transition it really well. I have like a list of things like, 90% of the time we miss 80% of the content. That's oh, wow. The, okay. Yeah. Because we'll go, something will trigger in my head or in his head. And we just go on these long tangents and diatribes yeah. mm-hmm. and end up not talking about anything. And, uh, there's no editing and, you know, it's, it's just, it's one long take, which is kind of crazy that we That's just the don't shit that like, boggles my mind. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's, I'm able to talk a lot and he just like listens and then spaces out and then he'll jump in and be like, yeah, totally. And then he says some off the wall, batshit insane things. And it's just like, it's not a bit. It's just how he is. <laughs> I love Jacob's mind. It's a, uh, it's a it's, strange and unique place. It, <laughs> to, say, <laughs> to say the least. Yes, absolutely. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love it to, to go on a show where one of the hosts is wearing a luchador mask while we're, uh, while we're recording. That was yeah, pretty he, great. He, he doesn't do that anymore. That was a whole, oh. that was a whole thing. He got real comfortable with himself and he was like, it's so hot in here. He's like, I just can't commit to it anymore. Cause he has commitment issues. <laughs> <laughs> He's, if he yeah. listens to this, he's going to get so mad. He'd be like, whatever, you guys making fun of me. Yes. Yes, we are. 
Yeah, it sounded like we were speaking fondly as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we, we were making fun with him. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he's an enigma. Like, that's the easiest way to just to, to describe him. He's very unique. Wild card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this is a, uh, is a Creator Corner episode as we've... Uh, oh, geez, that was our last episode, too. I think we should just call this Geek Exploration Creator Corner from now on and just talk to creators. <laughs> I bet. I mean, we could we could actually probably do that pretty easily, but yeah, we are here easily. to talk about Alex's uh, Kickstarter campaign that is going on right now for Polar Destroyer. Yeah, um, we have twenty three days left to go, and currently we are over halfway there. You've got a uh, a goal of uh, let's see, it was five thousand fifty. Yep, fifty fifty. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> well, Some five somebody zero got zero, it. Five zero five zero. Someone oh. finally got it. The entire joke because it was a fifty fifty chance, right? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, those odds are are pretty good, man. Because Kickstarter can be tough. Yeah, an incredible like first day. Like I was like, oh my god, and then it's just been like a little like a little trickle effect since then. That's the way it mm-hmm. goes. You get that big yeah. lull in the middle where nothing seems to be happening, and you just stress out all day long. And Go then on to all spikes. sorts of shows. And then yeah, and then it just it spikes up at the end because a bunch of people see it and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll get around to it. I launched it on Friday, and my goal was by Monday to be halfway, and I missed it by a day. So it's not too bad. That's not bad. Yeah. You know, if, if you're gonna miss a goal, the halfway one's the right one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even though. You know, people can read about it on the on the Kickstarter page itself. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go ahead and and pitch this story, pitch the idea, pitch the the genesis, whatever you want to do to to talk about it and bring some people in, and then we'll talk about art and stuff after that. So, do you? I, I can start at the beginning on how this sort of like culminated, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, how, how did how'd you go from podcasting to comic books? That seems like okay. to be the cool thing to do now. <laughs> I, I, listen, I just copied you guys. <laughs> I, I was hey, like, hey, I can do this. More good podcasts, more good comic books. This is a win-win situation. Yeah, I, I made a joke that I I secretly started this podcast, so or my podcast, so that way I could just gaslight everybody into supporting my Kickstarter. <laughs> uh, like, you know, I started four years ago, whatever. We're on episode like 203 or something like that. Um, but basically, the genesis of it was I worked in a retail, right? Um, I worked at Hobby Lobby. And... Uh, I, it was like freight day and like, you know how those like mindless mundane, like, oh my God, like, it's just like the worst it's retail. And I just had some people back there and, and we just started riffing, man. I was just like, you know, cause I've always sort of like, you just do that. You just, you're hanging out and you just say something mm-hmm. dumb and you just sort of like riff from, 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 from there or whatever. And I just, I don't know why I don't know where it came from. I was like, oh my God, could you imagine if like, like there was, cause like, I had just finished playing Shank or Shank 2 at that point, and I was like, oh my gosh, could you imagine if like there was a polar bear, right? And he was like half Terminator and had all these like crazy weapons, and then like he went on this like murder spree for like all these Arctic animals, like, you know, the penguins are uprising, and then there's like these wolves and seals and all this other shit, but they're all bipedal, and it takes place in the North Pole, and it's like, oh, this is so funny, and we you know, started doing it. It's like, oh, and then like, Game of Thrones was like real hot at this point. So like there was that episode that had just happened where all the wildlings are cr- like climbing the wall, you know? And I was like, oh, we could just take that. And then like he's climbing this big fortress wall and like, you know, it's, oh, it's an homage. And then like I love 80s, like cheesy action, 80 movies, like sort of stuff. And so I don't know. It just sort of like, ah, oh, this is this is a fun little laugh. The problem was that it never left my head. And that was almost <laughs> 10 years ago. And yeah. Over time, through various you know bouts of uh, motivation or whatever, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jot this, this you know, just you feeling creative one day. You're like, I don't want to play any games. I don't want to do anything. I just, I want to, I want to do something. And then you like put this outline together. That's how I did it, anyways. And then I started like looking for someone who could like take what I saw in my head and put it on a piece of paper because I can't draw a stick person. I am like, I just, I can't do it. I have no artistic ability at all. And like, I have mad respect for anybody who can take a description and then just like put it on there. And you're just like, it's like, you, it's like, you just pulled it out of my brain. And so hold I, for applause. 
<laughs> no, yeah, that was, I was putting you over. Um, and so I, I, I don't know, it was like 2015. I had finally, I was like, you know what? I've got a decent enough, because like, listen, art is expensive. Good art yeah. is really expensive. Um, so I had found somebody I had come across, I don't remember where, and I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw a commission this guy's way and see if he can do something with this description of this. Cause like, again, like in my, in my head at this point, like three, four years he does. And then it's the, it's, if you see the Kickstarter, it is the, the Jack, the destroyer that is, looks sort of like Batman, the animated series. Cause that was his art. Yeah. Style. The more cartoony one. Yeah. yeah. And so that's just like the basis of what everything is based upon now, because he took my description and did that. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is like, this is rad. I can work with this. Right. And then you kind of like set it to the side. Cause you're like, okay, whatever. And then you come back to it. It's like, well, I need to know what the enemy, like the main bad guy looks like. So then you do that. And you, I, I so he commissioned three pieces for me, uh, just sort of like character art over the course of like a year or whatever. Um, actually the first two were within a year. And then I went back to him a couple years later and got, um, another one and then sort of just sat on it for a while. And then I don't know. I, I have I, motivation is weird and timing is weird. The universe is weird. All these things. Mm-hmm. I came across. I was like, I need to sit down and do this. I need to do this. And then obviously, like I met you guys, and you were the first people I knew personally who had successfully done a Kickstarter. And it's always something that was in the back of my head, but like it just felt daunting, and it just felt like, especially yeah. me doing it all myself. As far as like just organizing everything, like I didn't have someone, I didn't have a partner to do this with. I didn't have, you know, I'm having to do everything. I'm, I'm essentially teaching myself, learning everything. I mean, about you know, I got a like Ben's been an amazing, amazing resource for things. He just like, I'll throw a question. He's like, yeah, here's what I would do with it. But the other day, he sent me this gigantic post of all these like, <laughs> hey, here, here's all these websites and. Twitter accounts and emails. Here you go. And I spent like an hour, hour and a half just going through it and just basically cold calling all these people saying, Hey, here's my pitch, whatever. Um, but anyways, I, for some reason in like August of September or September of last year, I came across this guy on Reddit. His name is Hugo Taranzo, I think, or out. I, I don't know. I don't, I, he has, he has four names. Um, and <laughs> I, I just call him Hugo. That's we're on a first name basis at this point. Hugo Taranzo, I'm pretty sure is how it's pronounced. Um, and he's from Cuba. And I saw his art style and I was like, whoa, okay, hold up now. And then I asked him what he was willing to do for a commission piece. And he told me and I was like, ouch. But you know what? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to, I need this to be like the, it was just something like when you see an art piece and you're like, this is it. Like this is, this is what this is meant to be what I need. So I do that. And then he finishes it in October and I get it. And I kind of just like had it, loved it, showed a couple people. Um, it is what is now I, what I call the, the orange cover. It's the, it's the regular cover that's on the Kickstarter. Um, yeah, that's, that, that, that's the one I, I remember when you, you sent it to me over discord and I was yes. like, damn. Yeah. Cause I, I think you sent me the line art before, before it was, uh, colored even and i was just like that is fucking clean yeah yeah he's like it is really good and yeah. um, he's a good get then i started i was like okay okay like i was like have you ever done interiors before and he's like i've done some here and there he's never this is also his first full book he's never done a full book either and he gave me his price and i'm like that is i was like i get it i was like i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and say that that's not even a fair price because i think it is but i was like i don't have that cash right now i can't do that i can't commit to that so then i i sat on it and then i ended up going to like a local con almost like in the same sort of span of time two things really kicked my ass into gear of all things I showed my wife and my wife could give a shit, right? I mean, she's very supportive, <laughs> but she could give a shit. She knows that like I'm passionate about it. I'm, she knows that it's been a thing in my head for so long, but ultimately she doesn't, it's not her she's thing. Not a, she's not a nerd. Well that, and she just, she doesn't read comic books. So it's just like, whatever. Yeah. And so I showed her, I, I don't, I don't know why I didn't show her when I got it done. It was just like one of those things where I had it for a couple of weeks. I showed you, I showed all, like showed my closest friends and then, I don't know. I just randomly showed it to her. And so for Christmas, 
she got got it framed. And so it's setting, it's like you can't set it, see it, but it's setting behind me. And I don't know what it is about something that like you create that's in a frame that sort of it's like, okay, now like I have to do something. Like it puts it out into like the <laughs> ethosphere that it's like, well, someone comes in here randomly and sees this. I don't know, they'd be in my house randomly, but the point <laughs> remains. Like you, and it's like, okay. And then I went to a local like Comic Con that was an actual like Comic Con, not just like, you know, because now it's like super commercialized yeah. everything. It was like an old school Comic Con. You go in, there's just like long boxes and shit and like a couple of local people trying to do so. Like a swap meet. Sort of, yeah. Um, and then I, I ran across this person. And like, again, I say this in like, and I don't mean this in any offense whatsoever i just don't want it to be taken out of context i saw oh, we're getting offensive no 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 no, no. i saw <laughs> what somebody had done and i'm like i can do this like like i saw this and it wasn't bad it's just like i can i can do this like i know i can do this and then i i don't know what it was within the like it took me what eight and a half years to get to like october and within the last six months i've done I've, I've done so much and gotten so far and gotten to literally a point that I n- had never thought I was going to get to. And that was that this is a real life, possible, tang- tangible thing that someone can hold in their hands. Fingers crossed. And so then I, I go back to Hugo and I'm like, yo, I've got this idea for a Kickstarter. I was like, you know, can you give me a ballpark price and how long it would take you? And then so we started working on that. And then I was like, I'll tell you what. I was like, I'm going to pay you for four pages out of pocket. And in, you know, no real time frame for that. But I was like, I have this date. June 1st was my actual date. But I just ended up going because it was ready before then. So I was like, why not? Let's go. Um, (laughs) And then so all of these things start going in motion. And then I was like, okay, well, what the fuck am I going to do for Kickstarter goals? So then I'm like, okay, got a couple. Like I found this like the sticker pack is like uh like eight bit digitized and it took those ori- those three original characters that i had done and turned them into like eight bit 16 bit characters i was like okay that's that was cheap that was not hard to do at all or it didn't cost me anything uh, i mean it cost me something but not a lot and then i'm like okay well then what's next and then so i start doing all these things in my head and i was like well i was like i love that eight by ten like print because it's like real, super high quality and i was like i don't know maybe somebody like that and i throw that on there then i was like well it's a comic book I need a variant cover. And then I found this guy, Amon Winkle, I believe is his name, and which is the blue cover. And he's a horror guy. Most of the stuff he does is like sort of like gothic inspired and horror inspired. You should check it, check his stuff out. It, he's really good. Um, and I just kind of like hopped in his DMs. And that's always weird because like, I don't know him. He doesn't know me from Tom. And, you know. Uh, and I, I was like, yo, you got any commissions open? Like I got something I, that I think you'd be good for. And then, so I told him and he's like, well, this is way outside of my realm of things that I normally do, but I'm fucking in. He's like, I've been looking to branch outside of horror and Gothic stuff. And dude, that, that cover, I, I love that variant cover so much, so much. And all I gave him was, again, I gave him the orange cover. And I gave him the reference, uh, the the reference of Jack, the original, like the concept sketches. Yes, and I was like, I don't have any. I was like, I'm gonna let you do whatever you want. I have no real specifications. And then so he gave me, you know, a couple of like sketches. And I was the only thing that was added on my part was I wanted the penguin heads on the bottom. Everything <laughs> else was him, and I was I was just blown away. Yeah, it's vicious. Jack looks pissed. Yeah, it's so great. And I love the like little touch on the gun. It says RMBO, so it's like Rambo. Yeah. And then everything just sort of fell into place. And here we are. Like we're, you know, we're halfway there. And I I don't know. Like I'm sort of kind of flabbergasted at this point that I like uh, three months ago, I, I didn't even really have, I mean, I have, you know, it was always in the back of your head. Oh, I could do a Kickstarter, but like I was like nowhere near what i am now there was no plans of like no hard date set any of this stuff no tears nothing and then here we are and like it basically around like like february like beginning of february is when everything sort of kicked into gear and i was just like once the motivation kicks in and like you see something starting to actually be produced it's you know it's it psychs you up and like you get all excited and stoked for it and it just like you know it pushes you further like all right this is real this is a thing that can that can happen. I've forgotten that feeling. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's just like some weird accountability to it as well, because like now you owe people something. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's always been my thing. It's like, I will meet random, like random people and like you get to know somebody and I'm, I'm always throwing like, yo, I got this idea and I'll throw this polar destroyer out to somebody. And like, there's people that I've known for years that have known about this and everyone, you know, and you run into those people who are very like, oh yeah, that sounds really cool. And now it's like, okay, you know, it's time to pay the piper. Like, let's, let's, let's see if you really do support. Let's see if you really are like thinking it's awesome. You know, it's not everybody's bag. I get it. I had somebody today who told me they were 100% not going to back my Kickstarter because uh, for, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're a vegan and an animal rights activist and they didn't like the cover, which is fine. Uh, they oh, goodness. They, yeah, they didn't goodness. like those decapitated penguin heads you had. Yeah, it was, it was, it was whatever. <laughs> like, you know, at least that made an impact, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and, um, and, and you posted you posted that tweet like the guy wasn't a dick about it or anything. He no. wasn't like fuck these guys. He was like, hey man, it's cool that people are making stuff, but uh, this isn't for me. Which is cool that it, that's his attitude, but it's also kind of weird. That's like, yeah, I'm a vegan, and I don't I like I believe in animal rights, so I don't even want to read a comic book where anthropomorphic animals that can talk <laughs> and shoot guns die. Like, that's a bit of a stretch, dude. Yeah, I was just like, okay. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, listen, cool. Like, I appreciate it, nonetheless. Like, you know, I'm not, I know that what I'm doing is not, I'm not, it's not everybody's thing, and that's fine. It's fine. I wonder how he feels about many Disney animated films. He's well, like, Lion King, get the fuck out of here. Bambi, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably not into it. And um, I wonder if he'd be cool if Jack was murdering people. Like, you know, yeah, like, that's I mean, not it's, animal it's, cruelty. He's, you know, the, the polar bears taking revenge. Well, Maybe he'd be like, they, totally I, into think, that. I think the person had a problem with the polar bear being a cyborg, anyways, because that, that implies that there was harm done, which there is. Yeah, I guess that's Do not yeah. let this person see <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. <laughs> right. Ben, ben, did you see that yet? I have not, no. Oh, okay. We won't, we won't spoil anything. It's a bit mental in my in like, and I don't mean like mental. I mean just like it's crazy. And but I respect the honesty though. Like I do. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. If, if somebody doesn't believe in something, there's nothing wrong with it. As long as they're not, no. you know, trying to trying to take you down for but it. But that also helps me not waste my time trying to pitch my book to you. Yeah. And I bet there's a couple of people that saw that and were like, "All right, I got to check this out." I've I've had a couple of people who are like, oh, this is like, what is this? And then uh, you I know. love animal cruelty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm on the fence with animal cruelty, but fuck vegans, dude. If I remember yeah. correctly, it may have been off mic. The when I was on here last time, it might have been when you were on our show. I'm pretty sure I talked about Polar Destroyer. See, I don't, I don't remember. I, I was, I remember you talking about a comic concept you had, and I wasn't sure if it was yeah. on the actual show or if it was when we were just chatting I, after after the show had ended. But you were definitely talking about a project. Yeah, and you were keeping your cards real t close to your chest, though. Like you didn't say anything about what it was. You're just like, I got this idea that I've yeah. had for a long time. Like I want to make it happen. Yes, I mean, yeah. But then you finally once once you let it out there again, it's the accountability, right? Because like now that yeah. everyone is aware of this thing. Now, I like, have to do it. It's not like, especially if the you know the Kickstarter goes through. Like, I, I have yeah. no choice. I You're have to do at this. that point. It's got it's got to be done. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez, I've signed it in blood. Like, there's there's no way. don't get don't get crushed by the pressure, man. Oh, I'm not. I I got I got behind on on number two on the delivery of that, and it just like destroyed my my confidence sure. and my psyche. I, I'm, I, I'm still traumatized by it. I have this weird, and this is what's crazy about my my ability like to work with an artist, I don't handcuff an artist. Like I don't, I'm just like, Hey, here's the script that I wrote. Like, like we'll collaborate, we'll go back and forth, but I'm like giving Hugo pretty much free reign to do what he wants to do. Cause he has, he's nailed it already. Like in what he's shown me, I've had almost zero complaints. I've had, I've actually, there's no almost zero. I've had no complaints. Um, yeah, his shit's really good. I mean that, that orange cover, like, like you said, is badass. Like it, and even is he coloring as well? Yes. He's doing, he's all, doing all, like, all of it. The, the orange cover like gives me a, a like, like Andy Kubert vibes from back when he was doing like Wolverine origin stuff, mm -hmm. you know, with like Richard Eisenhoff. And then, um, and then this uh, this video he's got like he he must draw in uh, in Procreate on the iPad Pro I would imagine because he's got this this thirty second clip of a of a drawing of Jack you know like a time lapse 
and it's got like super like David Finch vibes to it in his rendering, and it's badass. Dude, he's I'm telling you, like it's it just fell into my lap, sort of things. Like I was my co-host Jacob again. Shout out, he looks good in that shirt. Loves Reddit, loves Reddit. I mean, goes down mm-hmm. Reddit holes, and like I. I've always been aware of Reddit. I'm not like anti Reddit. I just never created an account. Like if someone sent me a link that was on Reddit, I, okay. Cause like Reddit to me was just always, it was just like Twitter on steroids. Like there's no filter. Everyone hates everything. You can't say anything without getting lambasted. I was like, whatever. And I just happened to create this account finally. And within two weeks I found them and I'm like, this is like, I'm not, a, I'm not a fate person. I'm not like, it's just like the universe sort of aligned in the right time, the right way. And you know, cause you picked up a lucky penny that day. And- yeah. And Oh, and then, then out of everything I've done though, this might surprise you. Uh, so the, the, the big tier, which is sold out, sold out in minutes. Um, there it's limited to 10 and it is a 3d sculpt, of Jack and it's a bust. Um, that STL file is the most expensive thing out of everything <laughs> that I've had to do. It is, it was ungodly the amount of money. Oh no. Cause I've been wanting to do that with our characters. And, uh, when you told me you were doing that, I was like, yeah, let me know how that goes. And man, you said well, me the- like the first, guy, the first guy that you <laughs> no. tried to <laughs> <laughs> you're like, like, is something wrong? I'm like, is this yes. like? So the first guy, really bad. <laughs> it was like he took what he thought was Winnie the Pooh, and <laughs> but Winnie the Pooh in that horror movie wearing like a mask. It was, dude, it was terrible. I was, and I was just like, you can't. There's no way you can do this. You are not capable of doing this. I got a refund. He didn't fight me. He's like, yeah, I don't care. And then gave me my money, and then. <laughs> but it was so funny because right underneath that was recommended this person, and he was like a. Uh, I got him. I found him on Fiverr, and he was like a like five star, like recommended, super pro, like like doesn't like. And I pulled, told him situation. He was like, if I had, uh, yeah, there you go. You can see it. That was his version of Jack, this first guy. Can you see that? Woof! <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad, bro. Um and compared to what i got but the guy was like hey he's like you would not believe how many people on a on a weekly basis i get with this exact like problem and so he was and he was very very good and he was very 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 expensive i'll put it to you this way i don't want to disclose numbers i can tell you yeah yeah you can tell us I, i can tell you off mike the price i paid for both the regular cover and the variant cover was less than what i paid for that stl file Great artists are wonderful. Yes. Great artists that don't know their value, even better. But <laughs> the ones that do, like, you know, they're good and they know it and they know what they're worth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you're paying Hugo, I, I bet he's worth it because his shit looks fantastic. Dude, it looks so, it's just. You can find a dozen people that'll do it for half the price, but it won't be. So it won't you be bring that up. Good. And that's a good transition because could I have done this realistically five years ago? Maybe, but I was not in a financial spot where I was able to spend this on art. I was not, you know, I also have a, I have a five-year-old. So like, I also have to be a responsible like parent. Um, and I, I, the circle of people that I know because of my podcast, present company included, most importantly, um, just the amount, like, I don't, it would have not, it would never, like, it was just a twinkle in my eye. I could have done it. I don't, it would never have been, it would not have been what it is now. And I never wanted to, that's the thing too. I never wanted to sacrifice because it's a comic book. Okay. I'm not out here. I'm not going to be one of those guys. It's like, yeah, but the writing guys, the, the writing, man, it's all about like, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's all about this allegory for like global. No, it's not. It's a polar bear. Who's a cyborg wrecking like shit, you know? And the art is the most important thing in a comic book. Sorry. And that's coming from somebody who wrote the damn thing. Um, and I just didn't, I just didn't, I just didn't want to do it, man. I did not want to shoot myself in the foot. So that way, if I got to this point that I'm at now, I will have put my best foot forward. There is nothing more that I could have done than what I have done within my, within my capabilities, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, well, yeah, cause, cause, cause you could get it. You could probably find someone with like mid grade web tune 
I didn't want like web comic web comic skills to do this for way cheaper, but uh, that's not that's not what you're going for right. here. Like if you want like an action oriented, art oriented comic, you got to get a top tier artist. Yes, and as much as I mean, I, I adore that original sketch, the original like concept they have. I adore it because that is the catalyst for everything. That is not what I wanted the book to look like at all. Yeah. But it's it's still cool. It's still super rad because it was like, you know, pulled from my brain and it's like, hell yeah, this is cool. And then that's the art style that I chose. And I was just like, okay, but that's not what I wanted the book to look like. What I wanted the book to look like is what it looks like. So it, it, cartoony decapitations don't carry the same weight. Correct. Like it's violent. Well, not, not saying, not saying it, uh, not saying uh, good or bad either way. Yes. But I really love those uh <laughs> those concept sketches. I love that guy's style. You're gonna you're gonna have to hook me up with that guy. I want to follow him on Instagram or something. Like you said, I love them. Yeah. Yeah, but it, yeah, if that's not and your I, vision for And the I book, also then, use, yeah. I use a lot of that as like promo stuff. I got pins made. I got pins made of that of that concept thing. Because it's a yeah. lot easier to use that to use as 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 a reference point or to use as promo materials than it is to do the the cover, right? And you can save that for uh, Polar Destroyer, the animated series. There we go. There we go. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I will say it is. You can let your kids read it. I wouldn't. I mean, it just depends. Like, I, I am a, I am a product of Mortal Kombat. Like, I, I grew up when it was the hottest shit in the world, and so that it has pretty much. I mean, I love Mortal Kombat so much. Like, I, I, to this day, I'm th- I'm about to be 34, and it's still like one of my favorite things on the planet. Um, and like, that's what that's if you're think talking like violence, that's what you're gonna get. Like, it's gonna be that they made a kids show for RoboCop, so why not Polar Destroyer? Yeah, I mean, they made an animated series for Mortal Kombat: Defenders of the Realm. Well, yeah, it's exactly. it's just it's just right? now the uh, the penguins are robot penguins, <laughs> so they explode instead of bloody stumps. <laughs> Uh, yes. Okay. Penguins are the main thing, but I'll just, I'll, I'll spoilers. They're not the, yeah. Yeah. So let's, yeah, let's talk about the actual story of polar destroyer. So what I don't, is this book? Okay. So I don't want to give too much away. Well, you better give something away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to build some interest. <laughs> yes. Cause I, uh, Cause I already told you all about it. Yeah. I told you. Er- give me money. Polar bear gun. <laughs> shut the fuck up. What do you need? Was my inspiring story not enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a regular dude. Uh, so Jack, right? He's a polar bear and he is not originally the destroyer. He's not originally a cyborg. He lives in the North pole. And before I get anyone who's like, well, actually, yes, I know there are no polar bears in the North pole or actually there's no penguins. Well, whoa, spoilers. No, there's, there's no penguins in North, North pole. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. There are polar bears. I was going to ask you that. I was going to see if anyone had, um, actually you on. Yeah. That, um, there are no penguins <laughs> in the North pole. They're in the South pole. Okay. I know this. It's a comic. Well, if they're there, you get, you got to fuck them up. There's also no polar bears that walk on two legs and talk and shoot guns. <laughs> or, so, yeah, there you, you know. go. Right. So anyways, <laughs> um, you know, polar bears, they can be bullies, right? And so it's sort of this, these Arctic guys, these Arctic creatures are sort of sick of their shit. And so there's an uprising and these penguins have uh, access to science and technology and experiments and can create these grotesque uh, exper- uh, creatures that can stand toe to toe with a bipedal cyborg polar bear, uh, and that's pretty much it. Like the penguins, they're 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 there. They're there to exterminate, right? It's a, a clean, it's a cleanse. It's a cleansing. They're trying to they're trying to wipe eradicate <laughs> the polar bears from existence, and they almost succeed. All right, they almost succeed, but they don't. <laughs> The end. The end. No. Nice. Uh, well, no. yeah. the, the spoiler for you there. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's the setup for the vengeance. I take it. Like well, you you see some of that in the book. Yes. Nice. Uh, I, I, hey, full on spoilers here. No one's seen this except for like me and two other people. The uh, pages three and four, straight up like splash page, full on ass beating, full on fight. Like, let's go. This is comics one hundred and one right here. Fuck yeah. So I'm into it. Looking forward to it. So yeah. in this universe, so in this universe, there's uh, it, you know, it's all it's like all anthropomorphic Arctic creatures. Like there's no people. Like it's just it's just animals or oh, I or see his face. It looks like he doesn't want to give that away, and that's just fine. I mean, I think I saw a wal. I think I saw a walrus head in one of. Yes, the, you uh, did. So it's yes and that. no to your question. So there might be some ice mermaids and. Uh, some some narwhals the I'll, I'll tell you this much 
so the first saga, yes, first one, it's five issues. It is mapped out. It's not it's not written like line by line, but it's it's there. And like as 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 soon as I get the go ahead to start it, like it, it, we're going. Yeah, you know, I saw that in the in the Kickstarter campaign that you're talking about sagas. Now, now, are you, is this sort of like, you know, like like if if this was uh, turned into another media form, would each one be like a movie or like a TV miniseries? Like one, like you've got you've got a start and a beginning for this section, or like a chapter of an overall story. You could do three seasons of ten episodes and t- tell the entire thing. Okay, so each saga is like a HBO Max season of television. Uh, yeah, got it. I mean, again, I'm not writing Shakespeare here, so like, <laughs> you know, uh, there's there's a lot of like cool stuff. There's like obviously, um, I'm a little partial, but there's a lot of like homage and nods, and like there's the cheesiness, man. Because I just I feel like everything is so serious now, and like, I mean, sometimes you just want to read a comic book and you just want to have fun. You just want to have fun. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's like, yeah, no shit. It's all serious. You've got somebody that's not going to back your comic book yeah. because it mistreats animals. <laughs> right. right. So, on that note, I had a question for you. So, I, yeah. so like the action tone of this, you know, cause I know you've said like, it's not necessarily an homage, but it's in the, the, the vein of like eighties action movies, like big, just bombastic commando fun action. Yeah. Yep. So like, is it, is the action tone more like first blood Rambo two? Or the Rambo spoof from from UHF. Oh man, <laughs> it's definitely not first. <laughs> you, blood. I mean, because first blood's kind of super like, serious. It's super serious, and like, doesn't he only kill like one person? Yeah, but I mean, but just like he, that, the only tone on accident of the, too. Yeah, the, right. yeah, the tone of the action and the suspense. Like, it's not like Rambo. No. By the time you get to Rambo two, it's fucking over the top. That's yes. but it's not. And Rambo three is basically the UHF spoof. Yeah, it, yeah, but, exactly. But it's not quite a joke yet. Whereas by yeah. the time you get to Rambo three and UHF, it is also a joke. You know, he's like he has a standoff with a penguin and shoots him, and you know. Do you, you think punching like a, somebody more like a penglues? Yeah. Hey, there you go. Dropping lines that. like that. Um, it's very much <laughs> that. Yes, there's some of that. I mean, it's a little more serious. Like I I tried to, I understand what I'm doing and what I've done is not, again, it's not Shakespeare, but I took what I did very seriously. And this is also, no one calls Rambo to Shakespeare either. Yeah. Right. And so to answer your question, it's, it's very over the top, but it's not full on like airplane. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, so so it's, it's more commando and less last action hero. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely not as serious as Predator, but like it's got some of that machismo feel to it. That's the hallmark of the '80s action genre. Yeah. You got to have that machismo. Yes, testosterone. I'm a sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, testosterone you know, just like leaking so, out of every orifice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so there you go. Yeah, right. Okay, well, yeah, cool. So that, that's the answer I was hoping for. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I will say that I, I've read. I, I have. I don't know if you all have before you did yours had you ever written a comic book before like ever tried to write one yeah yeah we'd done comics together okay. uh, a few times and i'd i'd done a few pro- a lot of you know short stories and anthology books and then i did a couple issues of uh, somebody else's book um but this was our first one on this scale okay you know we'd yeah. done a time travel book before that was you know in shorter installments so it was like eight pages here ten pages there um, and I mean, honestly, I was going to comment earlier when you were like, oh, after eight years, I was ready to go. And it's like, you know, you may think that was a long time, but it took us 15 to 20 <laughs> years to, to get space out sure. going. So it's a, you know, you know, it's, it is about timing. You can have a good concept and, and not be ready to, you know, go all the way. With sure. It. Um, some people are fortunate enough, right. In that, in that vein, they're able to just like, Hey, I got this. And then like, it just happens. But like with me, I've I've been reading comics my entire life. I know mm-hmm. I quote I say this. I know I know how they're laid out. I know how they're structured. I know like all this. Like, but I I don't know. No, right. I've never written a comic book before, and I sort of just did it. And I gave it mm-hmm. to Hugo, and he was like, "Yes, yeah, is great." Like he had nothing. Like no questions. Like I I, I put like directions. Like hey, um, you know, panel this this that and the other. And like I just sort of like winged it. Like legit winged it, and. It was good enough for him, and so far he's 
he's he's been he's done he's done a great job with what he's done so like three decades of reading comics has paid off for dude you, i'm like it's it's just so it's so <laughs> i don't know and like I, the end of issue one has has the cliffhanger it has the hook like it's like oh shit like i need issue two now you're like this worked i did it like it, it ha- like it has it. it's, <laughs> it's like right there and it's it's class it's just like classic comics man and that's sort of as much as I love modern comics and I love stuff, I just sort of miss that 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 feeling of needing to go more than wanting to go, right? Like, I want to go to the store and I pick up stuff every week, but I don't need to go. Like, no story has made me need to, like, you know what I'm saying? Is that... Is that oh, man, you're buying the wrong books. Uh, I, I can't get enough of it. I, no, this week was pretty weak. I just... All I had was action comics in my saver. It was a bummer. I, but I also go through, like spells with comics so i'll buy and i'll have a stack mm. and i don't read them and then i'll read them all at once because like i have a five-year-old and so carving out time is n- nigh impossible yeah you just have to not sleep i got a big ass stack of comic books on my nightstand that i've been meaning to read right now. i got i chewed through like six of them the other night it, the stack doesn't look any smaller <laughs> I, like i said i go through phases where like where I'll like, I get super hyper focused, and I also have that problem too. And I think that's another reason why the comic was able to be like, as fit, like how I was able to just kick everything into gear within the last like six months was that like I got this thing, and then it was like, okay, boom, and this like I just needed that kick in the ass, even though like I should have had it to begin with. But like again, motivation is it's it's a, it's a crazy thing. It comes out of nowhere sometimes, and going mm-hmm. and. To the, the two things really, the catalyst that set it all off was just like the, really this is this is what made me do this uh and so i just did yeah. but also I, always, I you both have children i don't know if you have ever just like had that th- like thought to yourself it's like okay like we all have like regular jobs we all just like we're dads we do all these things but like i remember like during career day when like uh, you know your dad's an accountant or your dad's like the uh, police officer and it's like none of these jobs are cool <laughs> no offense i mean i have one of those uncool jobs but like I just have this weird desire that like when my daughter is older and like her, I, even if she doesn't like, cause now she wouldn't understand like what the hell I'm doing, but like, I will have something tangible that I created yeah. and I can hand it to her. So that way, like when I'm dead and gone and she's in her fifties, it's like, yeah, my dad made this, like he did this. There's something there that I've always wanted. Cause I, again, I don't have any artistic ability. Like I, and it's like, this is in a weird way been this feels right it feels like this is what i'm supposed to do in terms of like this cuz I, I i grew up as an only child um and i never liked kids but i love my kid and weirdly i was meant to be my kid's dad if that makes sense and i hope so well, if you were meant say- to be someone else's kid's dad that would be really <laughs> no. awkward well i mean i i think that's the boat i'm in right yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, so she's not she's not biologically mine, but 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 she is absolutely mine. I never 100%. I never had any desire to have children. Neither did my wife. Same here. And then I took so naturally to being my daughter's dad. Also, there's a lot of you know past childhood stuff that made me like whatever. Um, and so let's unpack that. No, let's not uh, <laughs> show us on the doll. No, I'm just kidding. No, there was none of that. There was none of that stuff. It was just like, again, I spent a lot of time by myself as a kid. Um, yeah. And so I, and I've always been able to, to use my imagination, which is like never left me even to the, you know, you don't want to lose that. And just the idea, if nothing else, if anybody listens to this, if nothing else, Help me make a thing that my daughter will be proud of when I'm dead. (laughs) Or even you don't have to be dead for her to be proud of it. It it, it is. I mean, I can I can say from experience, it is a really, really cool feeling for your daughter to to be stoked about the comic book that you've made. Yes. You know, like I've 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 gotten to live that a couple times and it's um. It is really cool, man. Just wait, 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 and see if your daughter gets into comics. That's even I'm trying. Better. Like taking her to the comic. I take shop her to the and- shop, but like she's not. She it hasn't hit her yet. She likes like superheroes, and she likes like Wonder Woman, and then mm-hmm. like you know Ghost Spider and stuff. But she's not gotten into the reading yet of it. Okay, yeah, she's only five. Yeah, my kids. She's, she's only five. Yeah. I spent a lot of my childhood. Nothing I did was good enough. Let's just put it that way. 
And so okay. I'm like maybe yeah, deep down seeking approval from my from my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's well, like the the opposite experience that, that of, of all the only childs I knew growing up. I I've, I, I call a condition only child syndrome yeah. when when kids just everything they did they they shit gold mm-hmm. and then uh, no and then they they've got a. A tremendous sense of a score, a sc- when I scored ten points in a basketball game. Well, you could have scored twelve. I, I made a, I, Ooh, I, I made a B. You could have made an A. It, it's sort of that stuff. All my, yeah. my entire life, nothing was just like my, my best was never good enough. I, yeah. I, I worry about falling into that trap with my kids. Not because, yeah, like I try and praise them when they do well. Yeah, but like right now, my son, he's he's not doing great in school. So like I, I like I worry that I spend too much time harping on him. Because he's got, you know, C minuses and they slip into D, in and out of Ds all the time. Sure. You know, and like, I can't let him get Ds. Right. Yeah. But yeah, where, where do you find the balance? But I don't want 90% of my interactions with him to, you know, to be yelling at him being like, yo, you fucking, you need to get your shit together, kid. C's get degrees, baby. Uh, Yeah. Well, yeah. Like if he gets C's, like, I mean, like, I'm not going to be like, I'm not, you know, I don't want to like say like, yeah, just get C's and we'll be fine. But like, that's the, that's the reality of it. Like no Ds. Come on, man. Don't. Please fail. don't get D's. Yes. Just don't fail anything. You know? <laughs> Seven or above, baby. It's get all you need. I don't know what your all's grading yeah. system is out in California. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, well, and, and to that note, I was an awful student. I, <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> but I passed most of my classes. I only failed one ever. And uh, I had oh, to take it in high school. So, like, I, I always I get say it. From, the time, from the time we got report cards with letter grades on it, I never had a report card that didn't have an F. <laughs> Okay. No shit. Like it was, yeah. I, it was, it was bad. I was an awful, awful student. Yeah. Hey. I mean, I was, Wait, know, I was, I was a fucking, uh, I was a trouble causing fire starting fucking shithead and, uh, plaid so like, pant wearing. Yeah. So like, I, I, I get it. Like I, I was a fucking turd. Uh, but that's, but, but see, like, you know that, but you trying to convey to your children that you actually know something. Hmm. They don't, they don't No, You don't know shit. You don't know shit, dude. I can't be like, yeah, so uh, I was a turd, so you can be a turd and everything will be fine, because that may not be true. Right. Like, my yeah. dad gave me a ton of shit for being a turd, so <laughs> maybe that was good. I don't know. It's it's a tightrope, man. Hell, oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. But on, on the same note, like, our last book that came out, my son came up to me, and, and he was like, hey, I want to buy a copy of your book. I was like, you don't need to buy a copy of my Like, I appreciate you as, saying, <laughs> like, yeah. offering to buy one, but like... You can just have one. You don't need to buy a copy I'm gonna of charge comic everybody. book, kid. Yeah, I'll, I'll sell you some of copy yeah. work comic. <laughs> I got to make this money back, man. Like, I got <laughs> I got an artist to pay for, a printer to pay for. I, yeah, I'm charging. <laughs> Ain't nobody getting shit for free. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> Again, I am not naive to think in doing this that I'm going to make money. It's just that, like, I started the Kickstarter to ease the burden of creation. So, yeah. You know, you do it for the passion and, you know, if you make money off of it, that's amazing. Not the goal. Though. But that's not, that's, yeah, that can't be your goal getting into something like this. Cause it's just, it's, you know, it's really unlikely a and B that's not how good art's made. Nope. Yeah. Like if, if I, if I didn't draw myself, I space oddities wouldn't be a thing. I don't, I don't think I would, I would have it in me to, to go that extra step, you know, to, I mean, it would, it would just be too difficult. Mm-hmm. It, and it, I, I think, you know, I get enough joy out of the drawing to where it makes it worthwhile. Yeah. I have, I have a lot of admiration for folks like you, Alex, that like have like have a story in you and you know, like you need to go out and find someone to, to make it physical. Dude. It, it, that's, it's a hard road to hoe. Like I, bro. I've got, you know, like, you know, I got John here to draw shit for me. And, uh, you know, and like, I've got to like prod him every once in a while. I'd be like, Hey, Hey, but like, I can't complain that much. Cause it's like, you know, I can't be like, Hey motherfucker, where's my, <laughs> wh- where's these pages that you're drawing for free? Right. So <laughs> I had to, I had to pitch this sort of thing to my, my in-laws, right. To try to see if like I could get them on board for some, you know, a little nudgy nudgy here. Um, and like they don't, they don't, they don't get it. They don't understand it. But they, they, they saw the passion and all that stuff. But I was like, I had to explain why my numbers were what they were, right? Because uh, it sounds like a lot. Like you add it all up, and you're like, fuck. And I was like, you know, that's a lot. Art, you know. I was like, I have, I have people that I know. I'm talking about you guys who have the benefit, and most people who do Kickstarters have, or, or, or they're a writer 
draw a writer artist combo or like they one person does it themselves yeah, collaboration it's whatever and like everybody is in, on board whereas like me it's like i just wrote this thing and had this vision to create this thing and I, it dude and if you like just hashtag need a commission on any social platform you're oh, gonna yeah. get thousands of things oh geez it's so then bonkers i mean you you don't even take that approach right like you literally have to take the time to go into like a subreddit and just look for people who are asking for commissions and then if you happen and then like with with i don't know if it's Emon or Amon. I, I don't know how to pronounce that name but with him i just happenstance was on the fucking hell's site that was twitter i saw something somebody had like re like hey post your portfolio and i loved him sale and i love the long halloween and i was like this kind of looks like some tim sale stuff and then mm -hmm. i was like again and i just i we live in it this, this is a weird side tangent but we live in a i, I own a, I, I own i run a podcast but like i've gotten people on my podcast just because i asked and people just like are afraid of, I don't know if it's rejection rejection or if they're afraid to ask, but like, I'll just straight up ask a motherfucker. Like, Hey, like, can you do this? Or Hey, you want to jump on the podcast? Like, I don't, what's the worst they're going to tell you? No, I don't know. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you all from, from, uh, from experience. Yeah. Fear of rejection is more than just them saying no. It's them saying them looking at you with disgust and saying, what the fuck? Like, get out of my face. Okay, Jacob. Stupid piece of shit. You know, and well, that, that's, that's the thing. That is worse than no. And they could say that. And the last thing I want is for, for somebody I admire to think I'm just some rotten piece of shit. <laughs> okay. But then, like, what if they do think that? Or a girl, if, if we're going back to high school. What if they do think that? Some girl that I think is cute. What if they do think that? I don't want to hear it. But if they do think you're a piece of shit, then you don't need them. You got to surround yourself with people who want to be in your company and genuinely like who you are as a human being. <laughs> I don't have any of those people, though. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you. you seem like a pretty stand-up dude to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I just, I overthink and I overworry. And if you can find someone who, like, does art that looks, that, that looks, that fits what you're looking for... Like, because that's the thing, like, you've got a vision in your mind. Mm -hmm. Like, when we were looking for colorists, we've told, the, I've said this a dozen times, so people are going to be bored of it. But, like, we tried a couple people out, and it just it just didn't feel right. And then you see someone, you're like, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's the look we're going for. It's like a puzzle piece, and it fits perfectly. Yeah, and you're like, yep. that's that's it. That's what I had in my brain, and now it's right there, and that's cool. I am a person who, like, you know, a lot of people in life are why people. Why are you doing this? Why, why would you do that? Why would you write a comic book? Like, why? I'm a why not person. I may not be the most positive person yeah. in the world. I get a reputation of being a negative <laughs> Nancy sometimes, but I'm also a realist and I live in the real world. But that's another, that's a whole nother diatribe. You're only negative when you talk about the Moon Knight show. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I just have, Hard not to I have really high expectations of just everything. And maybe that's my own fault. Uh, I just don't. No, then I don't, you should. Yeah, right. Like, I, if I don't like something. Your time is valuable. More than ever. My time is valuable. Everybody's time is valuable. So fucking people trying to feed you bullshit. Yeah. Fuck right off. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't have enough time to wade through a sea of mediocrity. Dude, you're speaking Not my language, bro. But, but, but the thing is, is because I'm so critical of things and also like. That's another thing, too. It's like, okay, well, I can criticize comics all day. And then it's like, oh, well, why don't you fucking do it? Okay, I will. Like, it's what I'm doing, you know? It's it's just like, okay, but again, why not? Why not create something? Why not do a comic book? The Kickstarter exists for a reason. Like, it's an avenue for people yeah. like us to do, to have a passion and to see it till the end, to see it become a thing. And it's a thing that didn't exist. It wasn't an avenue that existed 20 years ago. Like when we were kids coming up, this wasn't an no. option. You better, you had to pitch your shit to, to Marvel or DC, you yeah. know, maybe image after a while. Yeah. You, know, like, like you had to eat a lot of shit before your book saw any kind of print beyond, you know, 100%. Kinko's and Staples yourself. In, in, indie, indie publishing wasn't a thing. You're also under the thumb of somebody else. With Kickstarter, you can do whatever yeah. the fuck you want and no one can tell you otherwise. You know, you know what the most frustrating thing about Kickstarter is? They take 5%?
No, not even close. Go look at the the. Oh, go, I know. Go yeah. to like pop. Go to popular comic books. Tits, boobs, tits. Yeah, it's it's all boobs. Yeah, like, and like they're all these funded in like ten nine, minutes. Nine hundred percent funded for thirty five thousand dollars, and it's just fucking titties. Yes, titties. There's titties, actually titties. a comic book called <sighs> Boobs that just had a campaign. <laughs> Genius. And it, and it's about like cosplay chicks or something. John and I have half joked about just writing a titty mag to fund space oddities so, <laughs> do some pseudonyms yeah. so they were busting my balls i'm not that good at drawing sexy women they were busting my balls at the comic shop they're like they did the same thing they went down a rabbit hole they're like well this is why you're not funded there's no giant tits on your polar bear and i'm like yeah well they're like that yep. should be that should be your first like uh your your what is it the extension what is it called the stretch goals stretch goal is like you get a cover with jack in the back and just just a full-on big tittied blonde lady and i'm just like yeah, look up look up one of the one of the titty artists, like one of the really popular <laughs> ones, and then pay them to do a fucking boob cover. Like I, I thought about that for our next one. I was thinking about it the other day, and I was just like, you know what we should do? We should do like a calendar, like a sexy calendar, and take each character from yes. the book, and just like like put Jorge in a swimsuit, fucking there looking all sexy, you know. And like there'll be some boobs in it, but like it's just like almost almost as a joke, but like you know, lead with the boobs. And and just see see what it does. Listen, if you've seen there's that that first panel, second panel of Jack, he's rocking a codpiece, man. Oh it, yeah, it's right no, there, that's... front and center. We ain't hiding. Oh, it. Yeah, he's got a got a big big metal caterpillar on his ding dong. <laughs> like we're not hiding it. I I don't I don't think you know bulges uh, uh, you know single bulges don't sell as well as as dual bulges. Yeah, it's, it's we're all about equality here, way. man. But like maybe yeah. listen, maybe Kickstarter the, ain't maybe <laughs> maybe the maybe the furry community will get a hold of this and then like I'm golden. Yeah. I'm golden, baby. Because mm-hmm. they asked me like, what are you gonna do if like you like furry? I'm like, by all means, please. Like I don't give a shit yeah, what happens. Yeah. I just I just need it funded and then we'll go from there. Like I, what happens afterwards, once it's out in the public, hey, listen, I can only control what I can control. And the the fun part will come with with issue two because uh, what we were able to do with issue two that that I thought was really fun was we were able to we sent out the first issue like you could send it out for review because a lot of people will just yes. review comics yes but like when you don't have a comic to review it's hard to get some purchase there yeah once you're on the second one they can review it the you know the spooky part of that is you actually get feedback <laughs> you know so like you know it like thankfully like we didn't get anyone that like tore us apart which was nice. Do you? But how do you handle it, that it sort of happen. stuff, though? If someone came up to you and they're like, "Guys, you guys seem nice, but like your comic book is dog shit," like what are you gonna say? I just ignore them. Exactly. That's what oh, I do. I'm gonna, John, I'm gonna go yeah, hide in the closet for a couple days. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he'll probably I might curl quit up. forever. He'll curl up in a ball. He'll probably post something on social media. He'll have to delete. Uh, like I, it won't phase me at all, but. Uh, I mean, it'll phase me. Like I'll be like, "Oh, that's that's a." Ben bummer. and I but are like, cut from the same cloth. Yeah, but you get those reviews where some like like we put a review on our website uh, from uh, I think it was the weekly polls where he where his quote was, "It made me laugh so hard I almost peed my pants." That's great. And I was like, "That's like I'm that th- I I couldn't be more proud." Yeah. Like if I could make someone pee their pants, that's my highest aspiration in life. If someone can read mine and be like, "This is the most ridiculous batshit thing I've ever read." But yeah. that's it. That's what I want. Like, yeah, here we go. This makes me want to kill penguins. Yeah, like, fuck them. We can't let the penguins <laughs> win, guys. Like, you can't. <laughs> Jack needs your help, okay? We need money. Like, I haven't read your script. Like, so, like I don't know where this is going. I just know the concept. And uh, I'm sold on it. Like, I love the... I, I like the just the general concept of this fucking cyborg polar bear <laughs> just fucking marching across the Arctic, <laughs> fighting other super-powered animals... Yeah. On a quest for revenge. Like that's like I was in the shower today and I came up with like a villain. Okay. For him. And uh and I, like it was just like it's just like flowing in my brain. It's like this is fucking rad. I'm so into this. Yes. And like I'm I'm keeping actually three people have read the script. There are only three people on this planet that have ever read it. The person who's drawing it, the person who wrote oh, it, shit. and the person who lives with the person who wrote it. So you might want to have someone else read it. I mean, like, yeah. not that I doubt your writing abilities, but like having a, having someone just put like a third eye on it, like someone that that isn't involved I'm at all. Going to do that is not a bad idea when it gets funded. Because once, because like the first couple of pages, there's not a ton of dialogue. So like at the end of the day, I will have those four pages. Right? There's no dialogue in the third and fourth page. Again, big splash page. Um, 
But once we get further into that first issue, there's a lot more dialogue that I will let someone else kind of, because I did that with my actual Kickstarter because you're so close to something. And and in the 2023, when you're texting and like, you know, we shorthand everything and like autocorrect and all this sort of shit, like all these avenues that we use to write and, and jot shit down, stuff gets lost or like, you know, it gets a little funky, even though like you, it's what's on the thing is not what you said or what you meant to say, but it's just somehow like, and you know, you do rewrites and you do this and it's or like, or some shit could get misinterpreted. Correct. So, and especially like there was one thing, uh, I guess in, I don't know in Cuba, like they use like the, the like commas and apostrophes are weird. So like there was one word that I had to go back and be like, Hey, there's, this is like an apostrophe. Not it doesn't need to be down here because like it was on the bottom instead of the top. So like it was like it was like a weird like loss in translation sort of thing. But everything else was seemed to be fine. Uh, but yes, uh, obviously, and before it goes to like the print, uh, you know, the whole thing. Uh, someone yes, definitely. Yeah. Someone will look over it. I'm just saying at this point in time, it's, I'm keeping it very close to the chest until I get to a point to where I'm comfortable enough to where like again, if like this thing backs by the weekend, somebody else is going to see the script by next week. But I need that, like, okay, it's done. Because once it's done, I don't give a shit what happens after that as far as, like, what comes in. As soon as I know it's real and that I got to, that I got to like, do a thing and I got to start doing it, then. The heat is on. The heat is on. And, and shit shifts and changes now so quick. It's fucking weird. Like, in issue two, we had an issue where it wasn't really an issue, but it was a thing where, like, there was one panel where Jet was making, like, the okay symbol. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. And like I read it through, I read, I was like reading through it, like after it was all drawn and like ready to go. And I was like, oh shit, like half the world, like half the internet thinks that's a white supremacist. Oh yeah. Like fuck. (laughs) So we changed it to a thumbs up. Like, like, like it was such I an awkward thumbs yeah, up because it, was like, it like, wasn't physically stupid. possible. It so means I had to okay, read like it does, it, like it's dumb, and it, 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 like it certainly didn't have that meaning. But the last thing we wanted is fucking some, you know, jerk off on the internet to be like, oh, these fucking white supremacist pieces of shit, and be like, I don't fucking want that at all. Or you don't want someone to not back your book because um, animal cruelty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean. You, that ship has sailed for you. Like, there's going to be some fucking animal cruelty in this. So book. much. Like, that's, I love that's animals. Let me just can point, I get a bit of a disclaimer? I love animals, man. I do. Hey, this is all animal on animal violence. Yes. Like, that's just what they do. Like, you watch like the Discovery yeah, Channel. Yeah, dude. You see that shit. They just don't have like, access. That's what animals do <laughs> like to each machine other. Machine guns and stuff. So, but, hey, if you gave a polar bear a machine gun, that motherfucker's going to use it. Could you imagine? <laughs> We're yeah, doomed. It's, it's a it's a bad idea. Don't do that. So yes, please. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, I think I got to wrap up here. I got to I got to go be a dad, father. Ugh. Yeah. Um, but I think we've got a good idea of, of what's happening here. So everybody head over to Kickstarter dot com. Go check out Polar Destroyer. Go uh, go back it and uh, pick the tier that's right for you. You've got digital. You've got physical copies. You've got the uh, the pixel stickers and you do not any longer have any of the uh busts the sweet ass busts but the the, the, um, the variant but, is i think it's limited to 150 so still there's still, still I spots ho- i hope you sell those out yeah i it's funny I really funny do. you mentioned that <clears throat> i almost ran into an issue i almost like di- backed myself into a corner because originally i had it unlimited but with that variant tier you also get a copy of the regular so like I would have, I could have hypothetically been printing two of everything, but also the variant should be an incentive. So then, so I was like, well, okay, like let's cap it at 150. So that way, when I go to the printers, like the minimum that the printer here locally will do is 200. So at most, if yeah. everything got backed, at most I would need 170. I'll do more, but instead of, you know, geez, call, call our printer. They'll, they'll ship and they'll do whatever size print run you want. I think. Anything above 25. Yeah. Like if you ever just needed a quick little extra bump. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not, I mean, I'm not like sold. Your printer sucks. <laughs> well, it's local and I don't have to pay for shipping. <laughs> I can go pick it up. Same, same here. That's yep. for real. Turns out 500 comic books is heavy. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I assume that, you know, <laughs> 500 comic books shipping from California is going to cost me about $200. Yeah. Woof. So wouldn't doubt it. You know. Uh, but yeah, so the, cam- the campaign runs through uh, June 18th, at 16th. 4 o'clock. Is it the 18th? I think it's the 18th. That's what it said at the... You're right. I think that's what You're it right. said. You're right. That launched on the 19th, yes. All right. 
We'll settle on the 17th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you know, hey, you know what? Fuck that. Don't, it doesn't matter where it ends. Go back it right now. Yeah, there you go. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm stoked for this book. Uh, the art is lovely. Uh, like the, the, the only downside is that there, there's not more, more of it on display <laughs> but what is on display has got me confident that this is going to be a beautiful book and uh it's a revenge story it's violent and uh fuck penguins i'm i'm in 100 yes thank you <laughs> little tuxedo wearing pricks they're all fucking full of themselves <laughs> yeah the uh the the first you know not the main bad guy but the first like big bad guy he's got a fucking bow tie because like why not it makes I, no, I, I saw that and i love it he's got bow tie and suspenders he's a penguin man with bow tie and suspenders it makes Fuck no sense guy. logically but it's great and it makes yeah. me laugh every time i see it love it so yes please please go back my book all right and where else can people find you you can find me on twitter uh, at ozdog12 that's ozzdog12 uh you can also find our podcast it's spag policy pod on twitter uh you can find us on all the all the podcast places except Google because Google uh, blacklisted us, um, so you can't find us on Google. Don't know what happened. Uh, that's a whole another thing. Uh, Spotify, all those places. Uh, Instagram, if you want. Um, I don't have Facebook. I don't have a TikTok. Yeah, Discord. We got Discords. Yeah, we? and and that We're is old. just as a reminder uh, to to people from the beginning of the episode. That show is what's your spaghetti policy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and if you enjoy the show, join their Discord because it's fucking fun as hell. Like it's, I, I hang out on there all the time. Yeah, it's, a great it's spot. we do we do some like we do some dumb stuff. Like again, yeah. Speaking of dumb stuff, you guys do like a monthly wrestling stream. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, like I know the last one was a little rough, but I I had a lot of fun. Yes, like I, I've enjoyed the shit out of it. But uh, yeah, go to what is it WWE. 2k so we're using 2k 22 right now and it is a broken hot mess but it makes for entertainment i think it helps it's it's kludgy as fuck but except it's for fun. when it doesn't like, work but it's yeah well yeah yeah it's a good community it's a lot of fun uh if you enjoy the show you'll enjoy hanging out on there too that's what i think too <laughs> thank you very much alex for coming on yes absolutely thank you for having me and thank you for being oh, a, yeah, absolutely. thank you both for Anytime, being an absolute dude impeccable resource for someone doing this the first time hey you yeah. know i would love to take credit for that but <laughs> yeah. i haven't done much you know ben, ben's ben's the man behind the the hey, you're a campaign. unit holy shit okay yeah I, yeah I, I would gladly share my limited knowledge <laughs> and uh folks uh, as always if you want to get in touch with us you can uh shoot us a line at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com you can find us on the social medias at Geek Exploration, the podcast, Facebook page. Yeah. Um, Geek Exploration podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Geek Explore Pod. You can call us up and we wish you would at 916 Ork Turd. That is 916 O R C T U R D. Leave a message uh, talking about anything you desire uh, and we will uh, play it on the show and respond. And if you enjoyed this show or any others, go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. We've got a Discord. It's fun. Come hang out. Uh, we have uh, merch at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com. And we are a member of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. Uh, and uh, the music for this thing is some... Uh, Masterpiece Theater yeah, free old use, Free thing. use bullshit. That guy's dead as fuck. I don't need to credit him. Bye. <laughs> I think that's the end. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping recording.